our players came up with this this uh, this bet bet and um, yeah, I even had to look up what it means. But what it, what it means to me uh, is bringing everyone together, and that's what our team has done. So bet. Uh, our players come up with a, this uh, this bet. There he is, and, um, Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, you had to look up what it means. Uh, over the weekend, as we welcome you in on this Monday. Scar loves it. He's laughing. He, former Wolverine. Scar, hello. How are you? That's our guy, man. Put the little spin on it. Put the har put the Harbaugh spin on things, man. <laughs> Bring everyone together, baby. Jim, you know, those are the little things in being a head coach and leader that, you know, you just can't read in a book, man. Thinking on your feet, Denny, thinking on the fly. But, Denny, I'm fired up, man. I'm, you don't get no better than this, man. You know, I've, I've been going down to that to Michigan practices for like 43 years, They and they've got the banners hanging up there. Ever since we built the first indoor practice facility, they put the championship banners up there. And it's been, we had a long stretch with nothing. <laughs> well, we got, uh, you know, we're keeping that dude busy. Whoever that banner hanging guy is. And so we're the, the, it's real nice to go down to the old Glick, the indoor football facility and see these banners. And we're also keeping the ring guy busy. The dude who fits the rings. I remember going through that. You know, and, and that's just a, a beautiful thing of where we are as a program. Keep the ring guy busy and keep the banner guy busy. We are going to keep you busy with some Michigan talk. We'll look at the freshly minted matchup for the Rose Bowl, January 24. Michigan taking on Alabama. We'll get Scar's thoughts on that. Uh, the coach also brings his widely popular film review. And that'll come your way. He's got some fresh film from Michigan Saturday night against Iowa. I'm looking forward to that. And we'll start with some of this college football news. We always take your feedback as well. I see a lot of that coming in. Scar the feedback right off the bat. It says portal. Uh, the, the portal is uh, is hot over the weekend. Certainly today, a lot of, uh, a lot of quarterbacks, a lot of teams uh, are going to be shopping in the portal. Danny, I think a lot of these quarterbacks, you know, there's no guarantee they're going to play pro football or have successful pro football careers, and they've got agents. These guys have agents, okay, and um, and there's money out there, and and they're going to capitalize it, and and I, I don't know how the negotiations work or this that or whatever, but I mean, you got you got the Oklahoma kid jumped in there, you got the Duke guy Leonard jumped in there, Dante Moore, the kid from Washington State is good. That Ward kid, you got the kid from Kansas State. Um, you know, these are all real good quarterbacks. And uh, and they're marketable, man. And and um, and they can make in a in a new head coach, you get the wrong quarterback, you, you get fired. You know, you, it's so important that when you get a job like Mike Elko now down at Texas AM, and some of these guys that just like the, the Indiana guy. You know, you better get the right quarterback. You better get your right coaching staff, you know, D coordinator, offensive coordinator, but you better uh, tr try to wheel that in. Now, I see a lot going on in Columbus, you know, but I you always got to look close at some of these kids that are going in the portal. Are they players? Did they play? Were they even in the too deep? You know, now losing the quarterback, I think, I think that's good for Michigan because I think that kid – you know, he he started, you know, 12 games. He would have been a better player for them next year. 
Now they think apparently they must think they can get a better guy. Or I, I, Danny, I gotta believe that McCord is getting beat up. Social media, the media in Columbus. I got a feeling it's really it's real miserable for that kid. He might just say, you know what, the hell with it. I'm going. I'm going to another part of the country. Maybe I'll go play for uh, Dilfer over at UAB somewhere. But the portal's hot. Jim does a great job with it. We'll be, uh, you know, we got people on it. We know what's out there. He'll know what pe- he'll know what guys are coming back and who's what guys are leaving. We're going to have a bunch of guys jump in the portal. You know, there's guys that aren't playing that aren't, you know, they're team guys. They did what they they did their part to contribute to, to this team. But I guarantee you, there's about you know 20, 30 guys that they're just not happy with their with their their situation the reps they're getting, et cetera. So everybody's going to have guys leave. You just don't want to lose, you know, the guys that are contributing. That's what you don't want to lose. Yeah, well, you mentioned when Michigan was not winning Big Ten titles, there was a 16-year gap there. Ohio State was winning most of them. They were beating Michigan most of that time as well. And the biggest reason was the quarterback position. So Michigan with the stability right now at the quarterback position, and now you see Ohio State in flux there. And, yeah, Going out and getting a, a signal caller, can you can really hit the jackpot. I mean, look at half of the teams that are in the college football playoff. Panics came from Indiana, and Quinn Ewers, he came from Ohio State, right? Yeah, so you got to get that that position right. And, um, yeah, and you, you, obviously you better have some funding for it, and but you got to have a team too. And the whole overall, uh, you know, the whole, the whole scene's got to be right. And that's where your ability as a leader, the offensive coordinator, a kid – a kid comes on campus, he's got to feel right with that that whole thing. <laughs> you know, our offense, listen, we're not throwing it like uh, USC. We're not going to throw it as much as those guys. So a kid comes to Michigan, a receiver comes to Michigan, you got to understand that this is what we are. This is what we do. That's why we can bring in tight ends, though. We might have better success bringing in running backs than other people or defense. It is what it is. We're not going to change what we do. But uh, – Tell okay. Here's a question, Scar. Tell me the offense will be okay. Our offense is going to be, our, is going to be fine. Alabama will have, uh, you know, they'll have a defense like uh, like Penn State and Ohio State talent wise. I don't know that they're going to be better than Penn State. Jerry Jerry's going to be the uh, guy that's going to really review uh, their defense. But uh, they're, they're they've got good play. They, you know, they're going to have four or five star players everywhere. And uh, and, and Saban's a good coach, smart coach. But it ain't, it ain't going to be no different than going against Penn State's defense and, and Ohio State's defense talent-wise. And you you got to remember this, Denny. Look, we've won three championships in a row. we got good players. Okay, but we're not just walking on the field out-talenting people. Okay, we're, we're out-scheming. We're out-techniquing. We're, we're giving people problems in, in all phases, offense, defense, special teams. We, uh, you know, we do the little things. But we do we do the little things better, okay. So we're not going to walk on the field with Alabama and say, you know, we just got better players. That ain't that ain't happening. But we but we you know we beat Penn State. We beat we beat these people doing what we do, and that's executing, scheming, fooling people, being better at the little things. Get, get, give them problems on defense. Give their offense problems uh, against our defense, and uh, but we'll move the ball against them. Uh, the ability to run and throw, uh, we will move the ball. Yeah, there will be some Michigan players in the portal, but right now, I mean, if you're sitting there, you can finish up the semester, 
you can go to the college football playoffs and you never know. I mean, if you're on the team and you have a shot to get on the field, I would think after the season is over, that's when you would see some more of that news. If somebody was hitting the portal right now, I got to believe they would be so deeply buried on the Michigan depth chart that you would see the name. You'd be like, Oh, Hey, good luck to that guy. And that's kind of the way it goes. Like, the, the portal, if you're a real good team right now, the portal right now has been a real positive. And if you're not, I mean, you can make it a positive, but it also you're going to lose a lot of guys. And right now the position that Michigan is in, they've been taking advantage of it. And, you know, they did a great job last year with almost all of the 10 guys that they uh, were able to scoop up and get there. So they've done uh, they've done the job, you know, and the recruiting. Their homework. Yeah, Denny, we, we did our homework because we didn't bring we didn't bring one transfer in it wasn't a solid contributor, and that's that's doing your homework, man. You know, and, and well, I, you know that I wouldn't say that that's true, Scar. I mean, they brought in a couple guys that uh, there was uncertainty at at kicker, and so they brought a couple. They could brought two different kickers in, and a guy, uh, you know, Hudson Holland back. You know, like, you know, he never saw the field, but hey, I, like he might have if if Turner didn't work out, or you know, he was a kicker or a punter. If it wasn't, you know, Doman. Uh, that's a good idea, you know, throwing as many resources as you can, getting guys to come in and, you know, having a, a, a shot uh, to compete for a starting job. But overall, you're right. Like when you look at, you know, the, uh, the, the transfers, I mean, you can make a case, you know, Jack Tuttle, uh, you know, he didn't play very much, but he's in a spot. I mean, he's one snap away from being a, a pretty big time contributor in a pretty big time game. Hopefully we don't, you know, you don't see him except on the sideline or at the end of the game or something like that. But, you know, most of the guys, uh, you know, to your point, uh, have been money. You know, Barner at tight end, fabulous. Uh, Drake Nugent. Yeah, you know, Danny, Bar Barner's the kind of kid, I think I think his reasons to come to Michigan were multiple, okay? Tired of getting beat up at Indiana. So the kid, that's like the perfect deal. That guy, he says, like, I want to win a championship. He got tired of getting beat. And he also wants to play for a guy in a system that's going to develop pro tight ends. So and then and then get and fit, get getting a great deep degree from Michigan. So he that that guy probably had multiple reasons, and and only Michigan could have offered those things for him. Now we may have trouble getting some receivers because we don't throw it as much. They all they see the Penn State game. These kids aren't stupid, you know. We don't throw it as much as other guys, but it is what it is, man. No, I hear you there. So. Uh, offensive linemen and, you know, tight ends and running backs, you know, you'd think that they would be flush there. And I don't know what the approach is when it comes down to name, image, and likeness, but it really seems like maybe just the older players, they're able to see it and they're able to figure it out. And they're going for, like you say, multiple reasons, not just the money where the kids that are in high school, uh, it seems like they are jumping more to just the, the promise of money up front, which you're not supposed to do technically, but you know, everybody's doing it, but you know, there we go. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, Denny speaking of money up front, getting hit with it. Go ahead. Texas A&M. You notice all the guys leaving the committed recruits leaving. Okay. You know what that tells me? That tells me that Mike Elko, the new head coach, Santa left town, Jimbo left town with the bag. I don't think the new coach is spending all that money on these new kids. That's why you're seeing all those kids decommit. Maybe, and, uh, maybe, you know, like who knows if you're getting a promise of name, image, and likeness, and then you're also getting some cash up front. Uh, however, they 
disperse that money. Like, you know, Walter Nolan was defensive tackle that, that Michigan liked. I saw that he, I mean, he was the number one player in the country. Who knows what they gave him, but if they gave him, let's say a hundred thousand cash as uh, you know, they were sitting there in a restaurant and said here, Walter. And then once you come in here, we've got a million dollars, you know, for you that will be distributed, you know, in $500,000 increments. But I'm saying if he's already got 95% of that money, you know, these guys are free agents again. They're ready to go and see if they can get a second payday if they're Walter Nolan. Or maybe, you know, they're looking, uh, they're feeling a little different now that they got money in their pocket. It's not all about the Benjamins. It could be about, you know, things that you say, such as, oh, my God, school, you know, could be one of the things. And then, you know, winning might be, you know, could be another one. So there are a lot of different factors in there. Yeah, Danny, I tell you, I, I'm just seeing Ohio State, There's, you know, I don't know how true it is. How many of these players are not going to play in that game for Ohio State? You know, McCord probably isn't. You know, Harrison probably isn't. And the running back and all these players, it's getting to the point, Danny, where th these bowl games are like scrimmages. That's what they are. They're like scrimmages for the and getting your team ready for the following year. You know, you got you got guys that want to play are going to play be prospects. They don't want to take a chance getting hurt. You got guys that are going to transfer, so the coach doesn't want to play them because they're going to you know why why sit uh, play them? And it's uh, it's it's an it's a it's a unique situation, man. You know who who who's going to be there? Anybody trying to bet on a on a bowl game now is crazy. You got to wait until kickoff, just before kickoff, to see who the heck's in the lineup. But um, yeah, it's like a scrimmage, man. You know, it's uh, interesting, interesting ball games, man. Well, and it's only going to get worse. I mean, they can, if they stepped up, they should pay their insurance policies. Uh, the the school or NIL should, and you know, if the if the bowl reps, they've got so many of these guys. I used to sit in the press box, and I used to you know sit next to these guys with like orange blazers on, and it's hey, we're the orange bowl reps. These guys just go around party and go to the game you know hey, you were the orange bowl reps they start taking some of that money that they're making and start giving it to some of the players maybe some of those guys will start you know going that's to right. maybe you'll see more of these kids playing, playing yeah that's it but it's been that way and, and the focus you know it hasn't always been i mean that's the one part and i'm willing to uh i'm willing to you know like if people yearn for yesteryear like oh i used to love you new year's day where there was a you know, 50 bowl games and, you know, guys didn't leave and, and, and all of that. Well, now there's just focus on the college football playoff. Well, the focus is going to be on the college football playoff next year with 12 teams and the rest of these bowl games. There's a lot of people that are just looking at these bowl games. Hey, there's people that like to gamble. And, you know, there's something, I mean, how many bowl games you actually watch it, Scar? Are you watching? Uh, oh, man, I, I won't miss too many. I won't miss too many. I'll be. You're going to watch, uh, you know. All of them, man. Toledo, Toledo, uh, anybody. I'm watching college watch football. watch any of them. Hey, you're a big college football fan. There you go. I like it. Um, but I'll tell you, the, the, one of the biggest decisions, Danny, that we're, we're all, all uh, U of M people are, are sitting waiting on is what's J.J. McCarthy going to do? And, and uh, you know, I was lo looking into this. I guess these guys got a um, – the early signing is December 20th. And then you, you got to decide if you're going to be a pro by January 15th. So I'm, I'm, I'm sure him and Jim, they know exactly where uh, where we stand. Uh, and that decision has been made. Disagree. Totally disagree on that. Oh, so you, you don't think J.J. has made his decision and communicated that to, to Jim Harbaugh? Oh, I think he's had conversations with Jim Harbaugh, but here's what the conversation is. Like right now, 
J.J. McCarthy, you know, you could make a case that he's not in a top four of the quarterbacks, maybe five, that he might not even be a first-rounder. And so if he wasn't going to be a first-rounder, do you think he's telling Jim, I'm gone no matter what. I'm just going to go even if I'm not projected by anybody to be in the first round. Like if they would have lost on one of these last two games, like, you know, I don't think that he would have been projected to be in the first round. If he goes out against Alabama and plays really well and then comes back and, you know, duels with Michael Penix and throws up four touchdowns, guess what? He is going to move up. I could see him going as high as the number two pick. If he's going to be a, a top two, top five, top 10, top 15, maybe even a first round pick, well, then the decision is going to be pretty easy for him. Loves college, loves Michigan, loves Harbaugh, but I think he'll be compelled to go. But I think a lot is going to have to do with these last games, one or two games that he has left. He plays really well. He works himself higher into the first round. If he doesn't, you know, he's going to be out of the second round. I like that's a lot with these games that is going to be decided, uh, especially since the Penn State game, he hurt his ankle, maybe bruised his knee, whatever it is that ailed him. We know they didn't throw the ball at all in the in the second half, but he, but he really, and he ran and, and played well against Ohio State, but he wasn't the JJ like that was running around against MSU or some of the first six games where, you know, he was weaving in and out and he looked like, you know, if, uh, you know, he had yeah. uh, that kind of stuff going for him. Uh, if he puts the, the team on his back against Alabama or Texas or Washington, I could see him moving up and being a top five pick. Then he's gone. Yeah, Danny, I, I, I think I just. Harbaugh knows that, and he understands. Yeah, I, I think I disagree from this standpoint. I think that in his heart, he's 80. I, I don't want to, you know, I'm just going to throw out some some numbers. I think he's 80, 90% sure of what he wants to do before we even play another football game. I don't, I, I think it, there may be some truth to what you're saying. I, I disagree, though, because I think, in, you know, he, I think, Going through it, what he's been through, uh, he realizes what what kind of nil he's making now. He's he sees what the you know he's probably has people talking to the draft people, but what we won't know. You gave your point. I think he's 80, 90 percent sure of what he wants to do already. But I guess we're just going to see because I'm sure he he doesn't want to leave Jim in Michigan, uh, not uh, you know able to go out and compete to get a good transfer if that's the direction Jim wants to go. They have a great relationship. J.J. cares about Michigan. He, he will definitely let Jim uh, uh, know so we, he knows how to plan for the future of our program. That's what I believe. Yeah, and I think uh, Harbaugh will be planning for the future with or without him. And certainly he would love to have J.J. McCarthy. We don't even know if Jim Harbaugh is coming back yet. You know, that's not decided. Now, look. What would be the best for Michigan is if Jim Harbaugh signs a contract tomorrow and is going to be with Michigan for another 10 years. It would be time to party if that happens. It would also be great if Michigan obviously wins the next two games and, you know, J.J. decides, hey, I'm coming back for one more year. I mean, but, like, you know, maybe both of those things happen. Go ahead. I mean, like, yeah, you know, that's what would be best for Michigan football. But, you know, one or two or, you know, the the – the other scenario where both could be gone, you know, nobody likes to think about that one right now. I don't like to talk about it. So, yeah, you know, you Danny, real quick, changing gears, Florida State. You heard Scar all year long talk about the importance of not running our quarterback any more than we have to. So you look at you look at uh, 
you know, their quarterback getting hurt against like Alabama A&T or whoever the hell they were playing, weren't they up like 20 at the time, you know, and the impact of getting your quarterback hurt, running them uh, when you really don't need to. So I just, I just wanted to point that out, how you got to be real, real selective. And I think Michigan did a darn good job because uh, really we didn't really start running them until Penn State. We had to against Penn State to win that game. And, uh, you know, we did it against Iowa once. Then we did it again the following play. I questioned that. But um, anyway, I just want to talk about how important that is. If you're going to run your quarterback, man, you better be smart and, and, and get him out of bounds. And as far as the Florida State deal, Denny, and, and Alabama coming in, you know, I, I, under, I, I, I looked at the, the criterion, and then they did have, you know, they got coaches in that committee. And one of the things that the guy, I heard the guy talking yesterday was they asked the coaches, and this is the the multiple, this is the million dollar question that I would want to know as a coach, who would you rather play, Alabama or Florida State? And they do have these coaches that are in that committee. So that question is asked and it's, it, it, it's a legitimate question and it's a real simple answer without that quarterback, there's no question. Okay, but with that quarterback, uh, you probably, you know, then it's, then it's, it's not, you're not even having that discussion, but, but the question I have is this, if, if they ask this question, cause I faced this Denny as a high school coach who made you, it was the same deal. You have a district, you'd have the number one team uh, based on your record and how well you did versus the four, the four team, the team that had the lowest point. It was the same process. Right. And there's many times I had the number one team and I'd get a, I'd end up playing the last team I wanted to play would be the fourth team. You know, they might've had a tougher schedule and, and whatever. But the question I have is they asked that question about in that, into the committee, they asked the coaches in the committee, who would you rather play? And they said, well, we'd rather play Florida state. Okay. I get that. So that's why Alabama made it. That's why they're four. I think Michigan should be able to be, to be asked the same question. Okay. Here's these four teams. Washington, Texas, Alabama. Okay, Michigan, we think you're number one. Why not ask them the same question? Who's the last team you want to play? I know I'd rather play Washington. Washington would be the first team I'd want to play. Texas, I think Texas and Alabama are both about the same, but I'd rather play Washington than either of those two. Texas has some things that Alabama doesn't. Alabama has some things Texas doesn't. Alabama got Texas at the right time. Or, I mean, Texas got Alabama at the right time. When they played them, when that, that was that kid's second start, Alabama's – this quarterback's a totally different kid. Uh, they're a different team. I just wanted to voice that out there. I'm totally fine playing Alabama. We're going to beat them. We're going to – we're going to, you know, I'm just, I'm, just get, I'm just throwing that out there as a little uh, food for thought. Yeah, Scar, I think you're you're thinking too logically and you're, you're thinking like a, a former coach and player, which you were, so – I understand that. Let me tell you about the, the college football selection committee and their criteria. What the college football selection committee, they can, they change it every week as far as they want it. And if you watch that Bo guy, the one week he was talking about, well, Bo Nix had a real nice completion percentage. And so what well, Bo Nix had a completion percentage. If I was down at Florida State and I was one of their fans, I would, you know, Mike Norvell, I'd feel bad for Florida State. You know, they played. 
LSU in the non-conference, they went out there and they went undefeated. I hate that you can't say, you know, you guys, usually you can say, hey, go out there and win all your games and it'd be different. They went out there and won all their games and they went out there and played uh, LSU in the non-conference. I hate that. Uh, I would think about for a second if I was Norvell saying, let's just boycott these son of a bitches. But then I would say, what we need to do is go out and beat Georgia. And then we can tell everybody, if we could beat Georgia, we could beat Alabama. And if one of those, we hope that this doesn't happen, one of those one-loss teams, uh, Texas or Alabama wins it all, I'd be down there in Tallahassee proclaiming that we want a share of the national championship. We went undefeated. And everybody would say, okay, but, you know, they would have a point there. And so I feel bad for FSU. But that selection committee, you know, football is about competition and, you know, uh, everybody loves it. But how, how far do we go before we start talking about, well, that TV money? Oh, that TV money. That TV money is a game changer. And that selection committee, they want matchups. And there's no juicier matchup ever that has ever been put out there than Nick Saban's Alabama against Jim Harbaugh's Wolverines in the Rose Bowl on January 1st. Are you kidding me? They say, what about this game? Or, you know, Florida State really deserves it. You know, those, those guys, any way that we could, you know, they had to once Texas won, they had to put Texas in there because they couldn't, uh, you know, uh, have uh, Texas and not Alabama. So, you know, Florida State got screwed. There's no doubt about that. But it's because of the TV money and that selection committee. People that try to like, well, this is the reason. They did it because they love the matchup. And the TV loves the matchup. And I got to say that it is the greatest matchup that uh, I've ever seen in the college football playoff. But that selection committee, they're not sitting around. They're sitting around uh, running up tabs and, and drinking as eating as much as they can. You know, uh, it takes about five minutes to come up. With the, and those guys have put like hours in there and Ward's on there. Ask him one time, you know, uh, he's probably out playing golf the majority of the time. I don't know what he's smoking cigars and these guys aren't sitting around mashing quite the numbers and thinking about it just to quite like everybody thinks that they are. That's a pretty easy, it's a pretty okay. easy deal. No, I, I get it, but Danny, I, I looked at their criterion, but the fine print that they, they, that's the part that they didn't have right there in the main part, main column is if there's a coaching change or there's a change in personnel, that is a factor. So that's how they got the shaft. Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel for them, and uh, I get it, you know, for Florida State fans. Although Danny Canal could go jump in the lake, you know, like the – the. You know, the, it used to be like, you know, the media, like you, when I started in radio, there were no blogs or anything else you'd go in. It'd just be a bunch of old newspaper guys. And, you know, these guys are sitting there so stuffy and they, they didn't want anybody rooting for, you know, it was all right down the middle. Now, man, everybody, you're a, you're a super fan. Like, you know, Danny Cannell is out there slapping people around, telling everybody to go to hell. And like, it's just, uh, everybody's a super homer now. I mean, that's way the the media is right now. And Hey, you know, like the fans like it that way. Like F this company F this throw. It is uh it is one nasty cauldron and the media is right involved in all of it. So for better or for worse, that's where we're at here. I am wearing a 1000 shirt. So let's go. That's right, baby. All right, Scar. What else you portal? Well, oh, you're going to watch all the bowl games. How about we actually talk about Alabama? You know what? Kirby smart 
said that Milrow, I don't have the exact quote, but he basically uh, sounded like he was calling him a, a souped up Lamar Jackson. That's a good, that's a good comparison. Uh, yeah, he is. Uh, he's really improved as the year's gone on. And I'm just going to focus on their offense. Cause like I said, Jerry going to cover their defense, but uh, kid's name is Milrow, real humble kid. I heard him interviewed, you know, you'd like to play with that guy as your quarterback, tough kid. You know, he's not like, He's not like Leah. People compare him to Leah. I don't compare him to Leah. He's more physical than Leah. I don't think he's as good a passer as Leah. But they will run him, predetermined runs, and he will run people over. Uh, he's a big, tough, physical kid. Uh, again, they'll have some predetermined runs. Uh, but, you know, he'll make mistakes. He's not going to be the, the accurate pinpoint passer. You know, J.J., Leah, that's that's not his thing. And um, – we got to stop the Denny. We got to stop the run with the running back first. We cannot let them hand the ball off to a running back. You'll see what they do. They want to. Sh- they do a lot of stuff. You know, Saban's a, he's a smart uh, defensive coach. He he knows the things that that give you problems, and um, they they do a lot of stuff. But you stop the run with the running back, and everything just like we do. Everything starts with the ball in the gut of the running back, and I'll, we'll get into film next week. And then you got to stop the quarterback, keep off of everything. But their offensive line is going to be big, bad, tough, highly recruited, physical dudes. Running backs, big, strong, tough. But we faced that with Ohio State. We faced it with Penn State. Their offensive line isn't better than, than Penn State. It's about the same. You know, highly re- highly recruited, big, tough, athletic dudes that are mean and good. Okay, and uh, but we're gonna. I re- the more I look at film, I, uh, I I think we're you know we're gonna give them different stuff. Minter's gonna give them different looks, and uh, Kirby Smart did some unique things. I was looking at the Georgia game. You know, some of his stuff was like, wow, okay, I see, I see what his thought was, but you know, I just got down here. Let's you know take away the run. Take away the quarterback run. And uh, I'm sorry. I'm going a little long, Denny. No, I'm sorry. That was my Kirby Smart impersonation. I should have told you. Oh, but anyway, Denny, listen. I could have freaked you out. Take away the running back. Take away the quarterback. Keep off that stuff. Those are the two things they do great. When If we get by those two phases and get him to where he has to throw, now we're in great shape. We've got to take away the first two phases of the RPO game. You got it, Denny? That scars deal stopping this football team. Take away the first two phases, make him beat you by being an accurate passer. That's how we win this football game. Let me give you two questions here, uh, Scar. One, I think that Michigan has two guys that will give the Wolverines defense a pretty good look uh, in terms of scout. Uh, Denical, big, physical could throw the ball, but it could also run. And, and Alex Orgy, those two guys in practice might do a pretty good impersonation of uh, of Milrow. So there's that point. But I wanted to ask you about bowl prep because, you know, this is something that the rivals of Michigan, certainly the opposition, will look at Michigan and say, yeah, Michigan's pretty good, been pretty good, except in bowl games. Michigan's only won that bowl first bowl game. Uh, you know, against Florida, then they've lost all the other ones. Now, these last two years, it's different because they've been into the college football playoff. Would I've rather have gone to some, you know, uh, other, like even a New Year's Eve, uh, New Year's Six Bowl and, and won that the last two years rather than going to the college football? No, of course not. But 
the point remains is that Michigan has uh, been blown out and they haven't shown up in these uh, in these bowl games. So the question is now that's a, you could say that's a little harsh. Uh, Harbaugh will evaluate what he does from here to January the 1st. You know, he's got almost a month. Uh, would, will he change some things up? Uh, what What do you think about, you know, that point that Michigan is, uh, you know, what are the one and eight, one and seven, you know, they didn't have one in uh, the, the pandemic year. Uh, they haven't had success in bowl games. They changed something up there. What do you think? That's definitely a criticism of uh, Michigan. What do you make of it? Yeah, Denny, that's what you have to ask yourself. Is it is it a question of, yes, we've just played really, really good teams that outcoached us, outplayed us, and were better than us? Is that a possibility? It could be, okay? And it's just like preparing for your first game of the season in a way. I mean, it's it, it changed. A lot of stuff changes. You got guys off back off injuries, and how much hitting do you do? You know, how much hitting do you do? What is your prep? What is your philosophy? Uh, when do you go out? You know, when do you go out to L.A.? Uh, we used to leave on Christmas Day when we played on uh, New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. Um, listen, I don't know all of what Jim does, okay, what his beliefs are. Has he tweaked it? Has he modified it? Are they doing more hitting? Are they doing less? You know, when I talked to the guys from back in the day that went out to the Rose Bowl back in the 70s, they said that they used to have double sessions. You know, Bo was just brutal. They just were – it was terrible how physical the preparation was and that they were beat up before the games. Those are some of the things I heard from guys that played back in the day before me. And, uh, you know, it's, you got to get that, you got to get that, 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 uh, that happy median. Um, and I, I, I don't know what he's doing. Okay. I don't know if he's going to modify it. I don't know if it's just that we ran into some real darn good football teams. Well, you know, it's, it's usually a mixture of things. You know, you go back to TCU, what cost Michigan was about a half dozen plays, but they had two pick sixes. They had a fumble on the goal line. Those three things. I mean, like you say, hey, yeah, don't turn the ball over and certainly don't turn it over on the goal line. Don't have pick sixes. They also ran that Philly special into a zone, which is a, a real no-no. And then, you know, the other big play was not being able to get Quinton Johnson on the ground and tackle him in, in space on a, a third and seven in a three-point game. After all that junk had happened, you know, here it was a defensive play. But mostly I would go to the the turnovers, the big three against TCU. You start going backwards from there. I don't, you know, I don't think they were ever going to beat Georgia. Uh, Georgia was a way better team. So they didn't have one of the pandemic here. The last year they played Alabama, that was a pretty good uh, Alabama team, especially at wide receiver. I mean, Mac Jones was throwing balls in there. We could go through from Judy and the different, they had three pro wide receivers in there. I'll say that Alabama was a better team in that game. And, you know, Shea Patterson, whatever you think of him, you know, he wasn't as good as Mac Jones. They played Florida the one time where they didn't have their captains. Uh, you know, they decided that they weren't going to play in that one. And I think the year before, Delvin Cook had the one big run, you know, when they played Florida State. And, you know, like, other than that, it was a pretty even game. There was one against South Carolina, you know, Don Brown in the fourth quarter. Man, I know everybody was hot with Don Brown uh, against uh, Ohio State, but that was one of the worst coordinated games I'd ever seen yeah. from. Uh, so, you know, there's a lot of different yeah. things that you go through there on all of those. So I don't know how much uh, – I would stay away from the steakhouse, you know, from the starters. I know yeah. that 
No, that's my that's my. Yeah, you know, uh, Danny, let me just finish up on some things. You you know you know what you know what defending Alabama is in a way. It's like it's like defending the orgy package almost every down, except this kid, you know, he throws it a little bit. So the orgy package is going to be great for us preparing for this football team because we run a lot of the stuff they run. So we we will have uh, you know we'll have a good game plan and we'll get a good look from our. Uh, our demonstration offensive team to give our defense a good look. So I'm confident, man. I look at the film. I'm, I'm feeling good about it. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people, JJ's thrown one touchdown in the last five games. And, you know, here's KP saying that he's afraid that we don't have the passing game to lighten the boxes for us to run. I think that, you know, JJ has, you know, I'm not acting like, you know, Michigan is going to come out and be able to throw it like, uh, you know, Michael Penix or something like that. But I think J.J. has demonstrated that he can throw the ball if you're able to get him some protection up there. And there's the 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 part about he was got injured against Penn State. That was a huge factor in the ensuing games. Now, in the second half against Penn State, plus he didn't have Harbaugh, which also seems to be a little bit of a factor. I don't know if it's just the confidence of Harbaugh being down there on the sideline, but getting McCarthy a month to get healthy uh, I think you should feel pretty good about that. You know, this isn't, you know, like, oh, Michigan doesn't have the passing game. I think they're going to be okay. The factors, McCarthy being hurt. I think that was the biggest factor in Michigan not having the passing game down the stretch. Now, they decided that they were just going to run the ball at Penn State because they couldn't block their defensive ends. You can say, oh, that's a great game plan, but, hey, what about what about Michigan's tackles? I mean, there's a, there's a point to that one, but I think the the rest of the games – J.J. was a little bit banged up, and I think, you know, he's going to be as close to 100% as he can be coming up against Bama on the Rose Bowl. Look, we just have to have uh, do the same things we did against Penn State and Ohio State is just have good scheme, make good plays. Our quarterback is going to have to run against this team a little bit. We're going to have to pick our moments for J.J. to run to get a first down. We can't, you know, make a living out of it like they do, but uh, we will have a good plan and we'll need all three. Running a, a great offense with our running back game, uh, game uh, quarterback keep stuff and ability to throw it all three. We're going to be, be better able to throw the football than they will. Okay. But their quarterback is a bigger factor in the run game than our guys. So, you know, who's going to, th that's where we are. Scar, what are you going to do to bring a, a championship? Are you, you, you up in your game? I know you're at the gym. You know, like uh, people always want to know you, what you're doing, you know? I'm just an old washed-up guy, man. That's all we can do is cheer, man. Go blue, man. We're in, buy another Michigan hat, you know? Support the NIL, baby. That's it. I'm just – might go down to practice one day. We'll see after at the, at the – take a peek at a bowl practice. I don't know. We'll see. I was hoping you were going to say you're just going to, uh, you know, bring an enthusiasm unknown to mankind over these podcasts. But, you know, maybe that's just a given. You are going to do that. Scar, before we get to the film, let me tell everyone that if you're looking for that special Christmas gift for the Michigan fan in your life, it might be the one that's watching this show right now. There is no better gift in the world than the Maize and Blue Review, and you can get that by going to michigan.rivals.com. You got a Michigan fan in your life? You slide this under the tree of, of the gift of a year subscription to the Maize and Blue Review. That Michigan fan in your life is going to thank you every day for the rest of their life. 
So I don't know. I, that's the that's the sales pitch for you. It is the greatest stocking stuffer of all time. The Maze in Blue review. We'll see you over there. I don't know how many times if each show I recommend it for you. There's always people out there. I don't know. Let me get a Michigan tie. Let's go. There's a lot of different things you can give. Maze in Blue review is going to be the best for you out there. All right. We're going to get to some film with the scar of the Telestrator, and that is brought to you by Quick Cut Video and Analytics. And, Scar, if you're ready, you just let me know, and I'll yeah, get that ready, to for you. Ready. Let's do it. Okay, you got me up here with the Hawkeyes coming out? I see the Hawkeyes. Boy, they, they look fierce. They, look, they yeah. look like they're ready to go. This goes back to Hayden Fry, and I, you know, it's interesting. Sometimes there's little things that I, I always thought this was kind of cool. They come out united. You know, does it intimidate? What does it mean? What does it do? It's just more psychological warfare uh, that coaches do. So I just thought that was cool. Mm. You know, we we never did it. But uh, and here's Big Deacon. Uh, Denny, our coach, like I said, our coaches came in on Monday and told our team, we're going to take away zone, and we are not letting them run the boot. I call it the boot here. So every time they ran a play, we had somebody, whether it be a corner, an edge player, a linebacker, something. Okay, we were going to take away. You ain't running. You ain't running the zone play over here. Okay, you're not running that, and you're not booting this quarterback out. Those. That's where we started on Monday with this team, and uh, and we bring him to contain. We bring our. Uh, Bring a corner to contain, and we get a nice tackle over here by Barrett. A so, nice tackle, Scar. I mean, that yeah, set that, the tone. It's just you know, when I saw that, I'm like, okay, we're ready to stop the boot. We're not going to look at it like last year. When okay, I heard yeah. that, I was having shades of the uh, great broadcasters from years past. And uh, Scar, I, I, I thought that it was um, it, it, you would hear. Michael Barrett, he's got big hands and a wide back, and he'll come down and he'll give you a pop. <laughs> and not the kind of pop you get at the candy store. That's what I was thinking when I saw that one. I was I anyway, was this, Yeah. I just thought uh, I thought this was interesting where we got we we'd get him third and five, and I'm thinking Hayden Fry, Iowa coming out empty, third and five. And, you know, we had good answers, good packages. Here we're bringing someone, a, a defensive back off the edge. We're dropping it. You know, th these are the things we're going to do against Alabama. We're, multiple, multiple, you know, not knowing who's coming, who's dropping. And we get good coverage here and uh, good pressure. Our punt return game is strong, catching all punts. So that was good stuff. Good foreshadowing, Scar. Uh, here's um, first and 10, number seven. Again, anytime we bring Donovan in motion, you, you got to look at some of the people that are stepping out. What are they, how are they feeling? What are they doing when they see seven go in motion? You know, you just, just those little bit of tweaks. Sometimes it gets guys out of position, but this is a play we had real success last year or when we went up to Iowa running our isolation play here. And we, we ran it a few times, pick up a few yards. But, you know, it's good. You got tight ends that can block. So, but anyway, seven in motion creates problems. And then that, uh, 
you know, we've done this now, Danny, a few a few times, depending on the matchup. Our coaches will look and see, you know, we this kid, uh, Barner, you know, he's a six-foot-six-inch kid. He's a tall, big kid, 250-pound guy. And if we, if you know, if our coaches see a little 5'10 safety out here, we've done quite a bit of this where we'll isolate here. And um, and that real good look here. You know, you think about this Iowa defense compared to Alabama's. <laughs> There's some good players out here, man. These guys are smart and tough and great technique. Look what look what happens to Henderson here. I mean, that's that's not very good. Good point, Scar. You know, just thinking about the uh, the Iowa defense. You said that that Maryland was a, a good game prior to playing Ohio State because of Ohio State, how they like to throw the ball and the kind of wide receivers. It feels like Iowa and Ohio State are pretty good prep for playing uh, an Alabama team, the way they play defense. Yeah, well, you know, Denny, the, uh, playing Alabama, the best team for our, for, for our defense, it might be – yeah, a little bit of a little bit of Ohio State, but probably a lot more like a like a Maryland. Um, a lot of their stuff. Anyway, here's a false pull. We've done this is a new play. I don't remember seeing this. It's a pitch. Uh, then Alabama runs a ton of this stuff. What I what I mean by false pull is we're pulling guys just to try to influence linebackers, get people believing we're running the football here because we're pulling uh, guys away from where we're running the football play. That's just all designed to deceive. And now we pitch the ball here to Corum, and we get some blocking out here. But, these, you know, Iowa's smart, man. We pick up yards, but nothing easy against these guys. But that's a good uh, – Alabama runs that same play. These dudes are tough, man. They're front four, tough. And uh, our coaches, you know, you got to be patient against uh, what Iowa wants to do. Iowa is old school, you know, Michigan philosophy. Is, you know, we're going to give you the short stuff. We're not going to let you throw it over our head. You know, you got to take this stuff, Danny. You got to take, we're second and five. You got to be satisfied picking up six yards. I'm satisfied you know? there, first down. Yeah, you got to, you, you can't be greedy against a team like Iowa. Uh, we we'll get a nice block here. And we're, we're we, uh, he's pass protecting. I thought this was important. But Trent A. Jones did some good things protecting out here. You know, these guys can rush the quarterback, man. Anyway, we missed the pass there, but I'm just looking at protection. And uh, Trent A. Jones, he did some uh, he did some decent things. This play is cut off a little early, but we do a little acting job here, kind of like JG, just like he's going to put Donovan in motion. And at the last second, I got the Oscar here. You know, for the you know what that means for acting, right, Danny? Good job, Scar. I'm I'm with you, man. You you've got your fastball today. But uh, anyway, we, we block it good. We're blocking down. And this is again, this is something that Trent A. Jones does well, pulling out here. He's got good feet. You see how well he pulls. I think he does this better than Barnhart pulling. So I think you're gonna see and I it's it was obvious you could see more of him pulling in this football game. But you know, anytime you get a four-yard run against these guys. It's uh, it's nothing easy against these guys. Now, but he jumps off sides here. So, moving along. I'd like to see the cam wrangle down the line. I thought the I thought he jumped once he saw the defender come across the line. But hey, that's just me. Yeah, we got you know little things. Uh, you got to block our receivers. Got to block. You look at uh, and, and and look at you know this Iowa defense was is good, man. 
You know, I talk about the line of scrimmage. You know, it's third and two here. Look, look, look who's winning the line of scrimmage here. They're knocking us out of there. You see how they're knocking us back a little bit, Danny? You know, this Iowa defense is for real. They These guys are well coached. They play with, you know, they're underneath. It's basically they're just, they're underneath us. I always said fourth, you know, short yardage is about technique and, and weight room. And they're they're winning the technique battle here. And then Roman, we got to block this guy. This guy makes the tackle. You know, we got to, I mean, this kid too, but we got to, our receivers got to block. He played for Michigan. You know, I was really worried when Nugent went down. I Then we, luckily he got back in. Denny, I've shared this with you that, you know, in high school, I played on an undefeated uh, team that we didn't give up a point until the eighth game of the year. But I, I honestly, you know, there was games we won three nothing. I, you know, I, I had that same kind of feeling that I, when we made this kick, I honestly felt this was enough to win. I did. I felt like this was enough against that Iowa offense. As long as we don't turn the ball over, that we were going to be in good shape. I, I know that might be crazy, but I just felt real good against their uh, their offense. It's not that crazy, but you know, I'm glad that they put more than three points up on the board. How about uh, Turner? Uh, three of three in this game. Or four, yeah, for four, four for four, three for three against Ohio State. He's made his last 14 field goals in a row. He was 14 of 16 on the year. Yeah, look at Kenny Grant here, though. This is, you know, again, you everybody has their, their play. He's just taking this center and bench pressing him, just squatting him uh, right into the quarterback. So this guy's he's very improved football player. You know, giving him the short stuff. And I've got uh, – is this Wallace here? He had a nice game. Yeah, he's he's played well. So anyway, good job by Kenny. This guy here, this guy, I'm an old art of war, Danny. You've heard me talk about Sun Tzu, the old art of war. Know thy enemy and know thyself. Meaning, what do they do? What is the, the you know, I'm an old defensive coordinator. You got to know everything about the enemy, the players, the coach, what does he like to do? When does he want to do it? And then you got to know your strengths and weaknesses. And Minter, I think, just does a great job. He understands our strengths and weaknesses, and he understands people's strengths and weaknesses. Smart coach. Uh, no lateral seams. Coach Moeller used to talk about this all the time. You know, we got one guy real good and one guy bad, and you end up having lateral seams. You know what I mean by – let me show you what I mean by a lateral seam, Danny. See, Kenny's getting launched. Look at Grant. Look where he is. He's getting pushed back, but Jenkins is so good here, and, and Grant is getting pushed out of there. Now you have a lateral seam here. You, you feel me? I see. You like, to, you like to have a flat wall is what you want. You want a flat wall. Anyway, sometimes it works out to your advantage because linebackers are able to sneak in under in, into those seams. And uh, one of our linebackers – sneaks inside there and makes a play because sometimes a guy like Kenny was so bad. There's a seam there, but, but again, a great game. yeah, but again, but here's this is the thing about playing a team like Iowa. Okay. This is the very next play. Okay. Let's watch Kenny here. He got, he got high. He, he knows he was high the play before. So he made the adjustment and look, and look at him now. I mean, this is great. This is a great play here. Stuff in this center and coming on. I mean, they make the first down. But it's a good football play. Look how he takes this center here. You know, he's got to have great technique against uh, Alabama. Kenneth this Grant. Is, 
Yeah, this is our stuff, and, and we're on our base defense. So they're running they're running our, a play we run. This is our base, Danny, with three D linemen and two outside edge guys. Yep. So they're running our play, our stuff, and we better be able to defend our stuff, and that's exactly what we do. But again, this is why we this is why we have a hard time running running the football against Iowa. They see this play every day in spring practice too, just like our guys do. So they're good at defending Michigan stuff. But look, Jenkins was outstanding, man. I mean, there's that's Michigan defense right there. You know, you, you ask Scott what's one of his favorite plays of the day? It might be this play right here. I mean, look at this. This is these are flat wall, man. Nothing. Just good technique, stuffing dudes. Nothing. 26. You know, I got a question mark. What are you doing here? Benny getting pushed off. See, look at Benny getting knocked off the ball. But again, we got other guys that make up for it. You got, again, he's finding the lateral seam. I just got done talking. Benny is so bad here getting pushed out of there. And this guy's decent that now there's a lateral seam. Rod Moore comes up and makes the play. Benny's getting pushed out and there's a lateral seam. You see that? It's not ideally what you want, but it's it's good job by Moore. Yeah, they got a half yard there. And here's uh, again, this is Stewart. This kid looks at film, man. They know Isaiah. This they know Josiah can rush the quarterback, man. And he we get a penalty. That isn't by accident. I don't think that that's by accident. I think that the the tackle knows who's out there, and he's quivering in his boots a little bit. <laughs> right, here's man. Here's man coverage we're in, and. Um, you know they do a good job. You know, I don't know. I don't know why they didn't they didn't uh, block it differently. But uh, what 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 Michigan likes to do? So this guy is unblocked, Denny. Right? These guys are playing man, man, man. What you like to do is block the the free safety with one of these guys who's being covered. You, you follow me? Not, then you end up having no one. But uh, Quinton Johnson makes a, does a great job there. Q Joe. Yeah, and, and so we're defending the reverse. Again, the, the, you know, these are two well-coached defenses, man, because we try to run this against Iowa, and, and they stuff us because they're smart. Th these plays are about – it's not so much about athletic ability as it is about, you know, smart defenses. And here we go punt. Is this, this the big punt return? We do a good job jamming up here. And, Denny, what you don't want from your punt coverage team is to cover in waves, meaning, you know, you got – couple guys here, you got a couple guys here, you know, you want to try to have them all kind of somewhat of a flat wall. You follow me? And you, when you're coming down in waves, it makes it easier for the punt return guy to make people miss. But we got waves. Look at, we, we, uh, we've got, uh, they've got two guys here, three guys here and our guys are beat. Okay. Our two, our two gunners are beat by Hawkeyes. Okay, look, he's got a clean shot. He's got a clean shot. He's got a clean shot. So don't try to clip him. Don't, don't have faith that this guy right here will make somebody miss. And that's exactly what happens. He makes guys miss. Film got cut off there. But anyway, it was, it was smart by guys that – here's the Hawkeye here. He's a little sad. And I just – I thought these were dudes were fired, fired up Wolverines. Great photo. That's how, <laughs> that's how everybody was feeling. Michigan fans. Right. Uh, man. You know, had some Samaj Morgan. What a great move by 
by Michigan. He hadn't returned a punt all year long and then have him back there in the title game. Nice move. You know, Denny, it, it may be, you know, obviously Thaw doesn't drop punts. He's been solid, reliable, but I don't know that Thaw is making that return, you know. So you, 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 it maybe Morgan has shown him in practice that he will catch every darn punt. Because to make that decision as a coach, to put a guy on the bench who hasn't dropped one all year, you have to have a lot of faith in the guy you're putting in there. And then you know that he can do those kind of things where Thaw probably isn't going to do that. Scar, let me ask you, you know, my wife asked me, why didn't they have Samaj Morgan in there earlier in the year if he's that big of a playmaker? I said, well, he's a freshman, and Thaw had done, shown that, you know, he's done a really good job uh, securing the ball. And then Tyler Morris, you know, also the must have in fall camp uh, had been displaying that, you know, he could catch. I don't know that, that if Morgan had, had dropped some and then showed that he you have to catch so many in a row or whatever else, but I told her that, you know, probably as a freshman, you know, Morris – not the freshman, obviously thaw more experience there. And by the time you get into this kind of situation, you know, you're not a freshman anymore. That was my, I mean, that, yeah, that's as a coach, you know, you, you've got to have total faith in that. So I think it was pro probably a lot of what, what he was doing in practice. He was probably dropping some in practice. Anyway, we're getting good movement here. Uh, Bredesen, Barner, this whole uh, left side, you know, anytime you can get a couple yards against that Iowa defense down there, you know, that's a good thing. So, you know, we like this play. Uh, our, our coaches like this. Uh, Bo never liked to pull guards on the goal line, but Jim does. And he likes to, uh, he likes to uh, 77, Keegan pulling. And uh, so it's basically a power play. We get good block by our left tight end, left tackle. We get movement here and we're pulling our near side guard. So we're sealing down here and we're going to get him kicking out and Bredesen will lead through. But it's a well-blocked play, well-executed, and uh, it's, a, it's a play that they like on the goal line. They like pulling the guard on the goal line, and they like doing it with Keegan and then leading, uh, leading our fullback through. So that's a good play. Scar, what's it, uh, it rocking the baby? What, what's this? What, what are we doing there in the crowd? Well, let me get back. I didn't know what – I didn't see it. Maybe the people know. It might be like – you know, something for the younger generation. Here he is. Oh, I don't know. You're asking a you're asking an old washed up boomer, Danny. I don't know what this rocking kid the is. baby there. I don't know. What you putting him to sleep? Rock the baby. Oh, is that what that is? I don't know. That's my guess. I don't. Well, I you're see asking the wrong guy. I got three people there. Four people there doing it. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You want to know about uh, 1970s TV shows? I'm your man. Aaron says it's putting him to bed. And well, okay, there you go. He's right. It was over. How about Harbs over here firing up the boys on this? You know, the little things a coach does, the head coach. He's found he found Morgan. I just like seeing that. That stuff matters. So good stuff. Moving along. All right, here we go. Get some good, good, uh, good coverage here. Reading the man coverage, getting a good break. Nothing. Best thing that kid ever did was move to defense. Man, have had a great career. Uh, gonna make a lot of money. Gonna make some money in the pros. And here, here, another great break on the football. Here, almost picks it off. You know, maybe he's read the stance. Maybe he knows what Iowa likes to do. Third and three. You know, he's a smart kid. He's reading something. You know, that, this is why you look at all that film, man. 
You know, third and three, what are they doing? Just a great break on the football. Again, almost picked it off. So. One of the, one of the greatest um, position switches in Michigan history. A lot of guys right. switch early on, you know, as freshmen, uh, but he, he played wide receiver for a couple of years there. I don't know if there's anybody that has switched as late as he did and made the impact that he did. Again, this is more Denny taking what they give you. Don't be greedy. And this is, you know, this is a tough, this is a, you know, it's a short, we only pick up a few yards, but look how far JJ's got to throw it. You know, this is the play. This is the, what all the big pro coaches want. The guy that can throw the outcut from the opposite hash. Oh yeah. You know, and they all want that and he's got that and, but you can't be greedy against Iowa. You keep, you take that. They're going to give it to you. You keep taking it. Kojo had a nice game. Yeah, he was, uh, he was used a lot. O'Leary getting a little clock. Got a catch. <laughs> a little short yard. You know, sure-handed kid. You know, we, we were all excited what we saw in the spring. We haven't really seen him since. But maybe uh, he'll get some more clock. Uh, we're bringing uh, this is uh, this old. We ran this stuff when I was playing. Just bringing everybody slant to the right. We're bringing a guy off the edge, and we drop him. I'm sure we're dropping. Now we bring everybody. But this is well executed. It's gap sound. You know these little things. You got to do this again every now and then against Iowa. We're slanting to the right and uh, making plays. Fifteen here making a play. Houseman. Yeah, you know, you know what, you know why this plays because these two guys here are doing a real good job, Denny. You know, you, you you can't make this play if these two guys are getting knocked off the ball. Yeah, Graham and Grant. Yeah, both both of them are playing football right here. They're eating up double teams. They're eating up that double team, so Houseman's free to flow. Look how he's free to flow. These guys are eating up the double team and Hausman. Look at it. He's unblocked. Unblocked. And who 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 does the announcer call off? Whose name's he calling off? Hausman. Is that fair, Danny? <laughs> oh man, what do you want me to say? Here, I know. Say, I used to tell my I told by the guys that I get it, man. Harbaugh I get it. was a gift from the football gods. I get it. And I used Harbaugh to tell my announcer when, when I was coaching Danny, I told the announcer. When in doubt, call off those big fellas' names. And those guys are like, just he's the coach. Don't listen. You know. All right, coach. <laughs> hey, this guy, this guy, he played a lot. He played a lot in this game, and we're in good shape with him. 18. What, what's uh what's his name again? Mick uh Loveland? Oh, uh McBurrows. McBurrows, yeah. Okay. Anyway, Iowa well coached. You know, here we are running, you know, we defended reverse pretty good and we we have good success against people running reverse. You know, 80% of the times we have good success with it, but these guys are smart. It isn't that they're the best athlete. Oh, no, this is just containing. This is not the reverse. But you know, they're not letting JJ outside of the defense because they take good angles. You know, is he are these are these five-star guys? No, they just take good angles. They got them boxed in. They, they, you know, then they get contained up here. 
got to know who you're dealing with, JJ. That's a smart team. So. A lot of three and outs in this game for Michigan. Woo. More than we wanted, man. So let's move it along here. How much did they miss Zach Zinner, Scar? I think a little bit, Danny. Yeah, there's there's thing he gives us, and you know, a little it's uh, a little bit. So we're again we're coming with uh, pressure here. We get uh, we're not letting them throw this this rollout quarterback stuff. This is a unique formation. They've been running this last couple of games. Two tight ends here, and down distance is third and two. So we're right in his face. Yeah, and this are. is where we call this is where we fought forced the turnover. You know, how much do you work on this as coaches? Putting that helmet, putting that helmet right on the ball. You know, that's a huge well, I'm play. Not, I'm not really I wasn't really watching those guys, Scar. I was watching Harrell up front get after the quarterback because you were telling me to watch the, you know, the oh, defense. I really wasn't yeah, watching. That, that was the uh anyway, this is yeah, that was the play where we create the turnover. But you know, this is stuff. Yeah, we're not real happy that we, you know, maybe we didn't move the ball as much as we wanted, but, you know, look at this punt and look where they start. You know, it's easy to play defense when they're starting there. So that's a great job there. And the weakness of zone. They, Iowa wants to play a ton of zone, and here's number seven. And we just say, okay, you're going to give that to us? Again, this is not being greedy. You, you can't be greedy. We might have to do this against the, the Crimson Tide. Just not be greedy. Whatever it takes at this point. Yeah. JJ's okay, here's another, a lot more mobile in the Rose Bowl. Yeah, oh yeah, he'll be healthier. Here's another good punt. Again, we're starting here. So this all this stuff matters. All right, we're rushing four. We're getting pressure. This Iowa uh, protection unit is good. They do it. It's it's hard to get there, but we get by them here. We had we actually we had some success against their left tackle. McGregor had success. Uh, Harrell has success. We're only rushing four, and it was uh, again. It's good to go against uh, their quarter. Uh, Alabama's quarterback. This is a whole nother deal against their guy because <laughs> their guy can run. So Harrell can get him on the ground. Well, where do you see the film of this kid, Denny? This guy, can, this guy can run, man. Yeah, I've yeah, been watching. He, he can run. So we 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 run this play a lot. We'll, we'll it's kind of like an isolation. Only we'll have the guard uh, work inside instead of leading a fullback through. So we're going to block out with the tight end. We'll lead our guard up through in here. Try to get up on that linebacker. We we've had some success with this play. Pick up a few yards. Again, anytime you can get five yards against these guys, that's pretty good. Good job by Zinner there. This is JJ. Enough enough wheels to get outside the defense. So this is uh, we're going to have to have it. Good protection. That's why I have that play circled. Good protection gets outside the defense. Throws a good pass. And here's Orgy in here. Um, again, this is a different scheme. 
different uh, – we're running quarterback power. And Alabama will run this same kind of stuff. So we're just uh, – we're leading with uh, – this is Mullings leading. And we're pulling our backside guard. He's going to kick out. Well blocked. Pick up six yards. Beautiful. I'm ready for Orgy to throw one. Yeah. Okay, throw to two. We haven't done a ton of this, Danny. Throwing the ball to Corum. And, uh, you know, Iowa defense, God, they do such a good job defending bubble. I mean, look what this kid does to uh, – this stuff is coached up good. Look look what this guy – look what this guy does right here to uh, Roman. Just stuffs him. And then we get the holding penalty there. Roman should just let him go. Not a good penalty. I didn't like that call. I didn't like it either, but you got to be, you know, just you, you look, he's a, he's a freaking, he's a linebacker. He's got you by 30 pounds. It's tough block. Uh, here's JJ. JJ. And this was just a huge difference in the game. JJ can do this and big Deacon. He couldn't, he wasn't doing it. You know, we put Roman in, in motion. We just throw that little out cut there. It's not a hard pass to complete, but, um, uh, you know, little stuff that our guy could do and their guy couldn't. They're in man coverage there. Iowa played a lot more man coverage than they used than, than you know, Parker's always been so much zone. He's playing more man. Again, here's this, uh, there's this the reverse I was talking about, Denny, how smart these guys are. You know, they they just got guys that do the little things. They keep leverage. Stay home. You know, look at this guy here, keep outside leverage. Uh, they, it gets cut off, but they – you know, this guy, it's a no game play. And this guy comes from the inside out. He's coming. It, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a neck. It's a, it's a no game play. Cause it's, it's again, it's smart coaching again here. Look where we stick them again. So that's great punt coverage. You no, know, you know what I would do if I was uh, Iowa, Denny, if I was. Uh, Make that guy your head coach. No, I would, what I would do is I'd say, this is Phil Parker. Okay. The, the great Spartan uh, safety. I played against them. Great defensive coach. I would say, hey, Phil, what offenses give you trouble? What are the toughest offenses to defend? You know, I would talk to Phil about offense. And uh, I guarantee you he knows what gives you trouble. Because what they're doing is doesn't give you enough trouble. I thought this was a great job by Jenkins. Grant's a little high. Look at Jenkins playing, punching, playing his gap. Spartans should bring home their, uh, bring him home as their defensive coordinator. Oh, Open yeah, up the he, he's not flashy. I don't know. Not flashy enough. Okay. <laughs> you talked about flashy. You said they need flashy. All right, here we are slanting our defense. I didn't say that. I, they just need solid yeah. defensive coordinator. Yeah, I he's hope a great he defensive coach. And here we come off the edge and uh, create a turnover. Minter ain't afraid to bring pressure. It's easy to bring pressure against this team, but uh, big play by uh, Sanistral. You know, and this is the stuff, Danny, I talked about it the other night. You know, what is how did Jim know to initiate this discussion? You know, are we going to do that if he's not there? You know, obviously, I, anyway, that it was a huge play because now it's our ball. So you know, let me let me get back to that. And I, I'm leaving that play for – 
Let's see. Take a look at Benny here. This is a good job. He splits a double. He splits a double team, comes off and makes a play. He's knocked off the ball initially, and they, they don't keep the contact, and he comes off and makes the play. Takes on the double, spins off, makes the play for, what, half a yard gain. It's a good job by Benny there. It's my guy. Again, here's boot pass. Here's some boot pass stuff. Taking this, booting out here. That's good coaching there, too. They, you know, you didn't take a – see, a lot of times they hit the quarterback late here, or hit him in the Mark, head. Danny, who, who is this player? What player? Who is that? Is that Stewart. Moore? Stewart. Oh, that's Stewart. You know, great job reading it because we – I guarantee you they coached the heck out of that. Yeah, I like they that. Not, yeah, very good coach. They are not running boot pass against Michigan. And this is, this is a tough play to defend, middle screen. Um, this is a tough play to defend. And they pick up yards on it. I know I'm going kind of fast. Danny, when, when I played, I don't know if Jim still does it. There's a drill we used to do. We called it individual challenge. Okay. It was it was tackle tight end versus the defensive tackle outside linebacker or edge player now. Okay. And it was just it was just a reach block. It was base block or a reach block. And the coaches would film it, and on the other end of the other side, the uh, the nose guard would be going with the linebackers against the guards and centers. You follow me? You had you had guards or center, and then the two guards going against the nose guard and the two linebackers, and it would be filmed. So there'd be a camera filming here, and the guys would be filming the the defensive tackle and the outside backer. What does that have to do with this? Well, this this play right here, we used to see. I mean, we still everybody runs outside zone. Okay, so what this play is is individual challenge. It's and I ran it as a coach. He's going to try to reach Jenkins. He's going to try to knock uh, Harrell off the ball. And look how we stuff this play. Watch these two players down here, just stuffing it. Oh man, oh, that might be my favorite play of the day right there, Denny, on defense. Because this is two defensive players. Two of the play, look, look where we're playing football. I mean, we do this drill every day, punching, playing at the line of scrimmage and, and, and walking them back, weight rooms, leg strength, walking them back. I mean, these are big dudes here. That's a big tackle, big tight end. Nothing, absolutely nothing. Stuffed. Individual challenge, Denny. That's a drill we, we did all the time. And the coaches would look at it. Look at Barrett here. This is a great play by Barrett. He's about a maybe 220 pound kid. I don't know, 215. And they're bringing him here. And, and he's he's in a tough bind here. He's got a two gap, this kid. He's got to play both gaps on this 300 pound tackle or guard. He just stuffs them and comes off and makes a play for short of the first down. Okay. He's so listed, at, listed at 239. Oh, is he that heavy? Wow. Okay, I didn't know he was that big. I don't know. Here's, that's what he. That's what he is on the roster. He might. You know, he's a stout kid. Here's third and five. You know, uh, and they're uh, they're on the 40, uh, 48 yard line, and he just stuffs this kid. I mean, that's a great play. Okay, what's that got to do anything? Okay, guess what though? It's fourth and one now. We got a chance now. And you like this? You were talking about this the other night. Look how low we are. 
We get line, First of all, we get lined up quickly because Iowa was rushing to the ball. So, number one, we got lined up quickly because our coaches prepared our guys for it. And now we're playing with great technique. And then it's about Ben Herbert, too. Then it's about Ben Herbert, and you got to play with great technique. And we're underneath everything. Mm. Our guys are submarining down in there, coming off. Barrett and Colson cleaning it up up top. I mean, yeah, I love but, but Danny, they're not making that play if there's movement. Oh, here. I'm with you. I'm with you yeah, on that. There's, there's no movement, and um, that's all about technique and then driving your legs. So yeah, that's that was a huge, awesome. That's a huge stop. Little toss here. We again. I, I think they're, you're going to see some more plays in the playbook with. Uh, Trent A. Jones out here at tackle. And we've ran this play a couple times in this game. We didn't run it. We did run it with Barnhart. I just think maybe a little more with him. So. Eyes. Play recognition. Harold out here. It's empty formation. He's thinking. He's seeing things. What are the splits telling me? What's the down and distance? He reacts quickly, gets his hands up. Good job. Play recognition, um, formation, you know, all that film study. Here's three guys here that do a good job on this screen. They sniff it out. They're feeling it. Something ain't right. What's the down and distance? Second and 10. So it's second and 10. Um you know, Jenkins is rushing. What's he feeling? These guys are, what is he feeling? He sees this something. He feels that tackle, his lineman cross his face. He doesn't keep rushing. He doesn't keep rushing. He gets down the line of scrimmage. And these guys, what I like about this is they're keeping the ball inside the defense. We got a pinched, we got him pinched in. The play's defended, two-yard gain. Good job. Little things. Play recognition. This kid turned out to be a pretty good player, Page, number seven. Yeah. Out of, out of West Bloomfield. So he's uh, he's really improved. Yes, he has. And here's McGregor coming off the edge. A lot of, a lot of us had success with this big left tackle for them. You know, it doesn't do you any good to go for the headshot. You're better off stripping the ball. Let's get the ball. Big play, turnover. Nice play. Good job by him. Beat him with speed. And now here we are bringing up more of our exotic stuff. Just get there a little late. But, again, these are the things we're going to give Alabama. I don't know much of this stuff they've seen. You know, bringing here, dropping here, bringing there. And we get a, a good breakout here by, I think this is Wallace. Yeah. yeah good. You had a good game. So a lot of that stuff is uh, on the table for the, for the Nick Saban. Yeah. A lot of film today. Uh, we got seven guys at the line of scrimmage. What's it down in distance? Fourth down, fourth and five. And we're showing seven up. Who's coming? Who's rushed? Who's dropping? They don't know. And we give him a good look and uh, get off the field. And McBurrows again. Yeah. 
Good job by JJ here rolling out. You know, I, 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 I give our coaches credit. You know, we're up 23 nothing, but they're, uh, you know, Iowa's going to slow down and really stop, try to stop our run. So let's throw the high percentage pass. Yeah, I was surprised. I thought they would have just got, just ran the yeah, ball. You know, they're going to just overload, and, and that's that's an easy, low-risk play. So, you know. You know, you know, Danny, I thought about this. They, they were, I guess they were chanting at the game, you know, uh, about Zach. We want Zach. Was that what they were chanting? I didn't, I didn't hear that. Yeah. You know, if you're a recruit at that football game and you're listening to that about a guy that got hurt, the captain, and you're seeing that, that, that's, that's something that says something, man. You know, if you're a recruit at the Michigan Ohio state game and the captain gets hurt and you hear the crowd chanting like that, that's a good thing that these people care about our players Anyway, we're running uh, – are we pulling Big Trente or we're pulling Henderson here? A lot of this stuff, blocking down, well blocked. El Hadi in there. Uh, Danny, I didn't tell you this. I had a – I took a under 25.5 bet. <laughs> so I was the only guy cheering. Can you miss one? Can you miss one all year? So this, this cost me a couple dollars. And from 50. From 50 yards. Yeah, I had under 25.5 because I didn't think there'd be much score. And I was right. You know, that you take the turnovers and the punt return away, it would have been a different game. But good job by Moore here and Big Kenny running a little stunt. They time it up good, mesh it up real good. Coming inside, Kenny's coming outside. Good job by both of them. Good job. Danny, when I was coaching, well, let me get, let's get this last play. Now we got El Hadi, and I thought I thought we might see more of him, but I like this. I like the block I saw from Klein here. Because I don't know, you know, we're gonna lose Barner. Who's gonna block next year? Who's gonna, you know, we want to see that El Hadi, because we're losing that whole darn offensive line. It's gonna go into the transfer portal. Let's go. Danny, I, I've been in Jim's situation now as a coach here, okay? And, like, right around now, you see, hey, he's thinking, okay, where's the water guy coming? Where's the Gatorade guy coming from? You follow me? Yeah. Because you don't want to get doused. So I used to call my – I used to ask my guy up in the press box. I said, hang on, don't come down yet. I want to know. I don't want to get doused with Gatorade. So Jim has definitely showed the wheels here. He sees it. He identified it. He doesn't want to get doused with Gatorade. I thought yeah, this was funny. He, he can see it right there in front of wheel. him. He's still got the wheels, man. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Good cut. He's still got the wheels, man. But great job. Uh, we went kind of long. A lot of, lot of good stuff. Come out healthy. Get everybody healthy. Uh, I guess Jim was giving him the week off. Oh, get, get in the uh, get your body uh, healthy and a little bit of a uh, little bit of lifting. Bring what is it? Bet. Yeah, that. Bring everyone together. That's what it means, according to Herbal. That's it. Oh, I know. But well, hey, Denny, Friday I will go over, or uh, Denny or Jerry's going to go over. Uh, 
Alabama defense on Friday with some more of this Iowa film. I'm, I'm going to have Mondays. I'll go over the Alabama offense. I feel good. We're going to have a good plan for him, and uh, we're going to make that quarterback beat us with his arm. And we can't, we can't let him just hand the ball off. But we're hanging banners, man. We're keeping the banner guy busy. We'll be getting fitted for rings here again soon. And, and all is good up in Ann Arbor, Denny. Go blue. Can't wait to New Year's Day. Jim Scarcelli, Dennis Fitz.